welcome to the small council. It is me, Ethan, from Pixel Legends, and then I'm sitting across from Ricardo. Here I am. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Went to the dentist, yeah. got some teeth molds, Instagrammed it, and you liked it. I did. It. I saw it. That was Those are some good teeth molds you got there. Had you ever had braces? Yes, yeah. I did. Well, they worked wonders. They did Thank well. Thank you. Oh. I, can, I can see your teeth look pretty good. We're not talking about teeth. No, we're not. We'll get off the subject quite quickly. Uh, we're talking about Game of Thrones, the Telltale game, the second episode, which <laughs> just came out. Um, if you've listened, If you're listening to this and you've not played the second episode, but you want to, I recommend playing that or watching it or doing whatever you do, however you enjoy your Game of Thrones content. Um, if you haven't listened to our first episode, that's also out where we cover the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes sense, right? So if you, you're just joining us, you played the first episode, second episode, but you haven't listened to our first episode of The Small Council, mm-hmm. go back and listen to that. It's a, it's a bit more hefty than I think this one will be, but... There's a lot more, uh, a lot more uh, introductions in that because yeah. it's a whole new world. But except that I'm, I'm setting us up for failure here. Watch this thing go two hours. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So, uh, how did you like the first episode or second episode? I'm second sorry. episode, the the Lost Lords. Yes. Um, I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I think in these Telltale games, they come out really strong with the first episode mm-hmm. to hook you, and then they're like, "Oh, well, we got to establish a bunch of stuff in the second episode, so it's gonna drag a little bit." And although this one definitely had a lot of a lot of jumping around, a lot of establishing stuff, mm-hmm. it. It was good. I liked it. I liked the. I liked it. There was a, a surprise in it, and uh, for the most part, it was it was a good episode. I enjoyed the content of it. I thought um, I did like it. I don't think I liked it as much as the first episode. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, definitely so, not. So you did say that the first episode is the strongest one. Yes. Yeah, so absolutely. that actually is true in this this yeah. one too. Um, what made you not like it as much? Do you know what what kind of didn't do it for you as much? Um, for me, it was just that uh, some some of the. You know, in the first episode, you're jumping the jumping between the three different characters, and this is, you know, like we said, the first Telltale game that kind of really does that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, some of the introductions were interesting and stuff. Now it's kind of becoming a little bit obvious that some of these characters, like storylines, maybe aren't the most interesting going mm-hmm. on. Like, uh, we'll talk about it later, but there's like a couple of characters in particular that I'm like, uh, this this is interesting and I definitely need to know what's going on with this character but I don't ha- I'm not as invested in him or her mm-hmm. as I am with the other characters so it might just be that that certain sections dragged because I was like uh, I just want to go see what else is happening with this other right. character yeah I felt the kind of the same way um, I felt like the first episode they stayed a lot longer with each character well, mm-hmm. this one was very much jumping around all the time. Like, yeah, it definitely. was after maybe you'd get a couple of like simple story beats, like you'd be in one scene. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as that scene ended, it would just jump to the next character. Yeah. In the first episode, it was kind of like you almost forgot that there was another character because you stayed with the certain characters right. for such a long time. And then, then it would cut back and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot this guy's doing this thing over here. Yeah. In this, excuse me. In this one, it's just like. All right, that guy did a thing. Now this guy's going to do a thing. Now this guy's going to do a thing. Yeah, exactly. I kind of agree with that. And that's one thing that's, you know, kind of a weird thing to do. It feels a lot more like the show because the show does the exact same Mm -hmm. thing where it jumps around very quickly. But I don't know if that works as well in sort of a game setting. Yeah. Um, It's a little bit jarring more so than, say, other Telltale games where you're playing as one character the entire time. So you get attached to one character, you're invested in their specific storyline while this is jumping around a little bit. And you can really tell which storylines are not as interesting as others. Mm -hmm. 
Um, also, one thing I want to know about this second episode is the first episode kind of seemed like it was introducing you to the world, which is always more interesting to me. And this is more introducing to each character and their goals, especially yeah. at the end of the episode where it kind of shows every single character doing a thing. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking like, wow, that person has one goal and they know exactly what they need to do. And everyone's kind of like set off on their mission. Yeah. And now I feel like the third episode, the least should capitalize on that. I feel like this was just another setting up episodes, kind of cleaning up. Uh, the loose ends of the first one in some yeah. ways. People should start getting to be business time in the third episode here, which I think there, there's six episodes. There's six episodes. So, so we're good. So halfway point. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's get a little bit. Uh, let's break this down a little bit. So as we were setting up the show notes here, trying to figure out which order to do everything and then trying to figure out how everything happened, we're like, this is a little too confusing because of all the jumping yeah. around. So we're just going to go through each person's storyline individually. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess kind of order from uh, of appearance of kinda, appearance, kind of also most interesting. Yeah. We're sorting it a little bit by interest yeah. uh, of what we found interesting anyway. So at the beginning, you meet Asher, who at the Asher Forrester, right? As is yeah, Asher Forrester, yeah. um, who at the be- end of the last episode, you were kind of heard about. You didn't actually see mm-hmm. him, though. You heard him mentioned and. um he, yeah, he's the like second oldest child of the Foresters, I think. I, and, I believe and so. And he's kind of mentioned in passing uh, as being ban- like exiled from from House Forester and and. But he exiled himself. He exiled himself, but and like the kids still love him, but the parents are like, no, he did something like bad and mm-hmm. all this stuff and whatever. But you meet him finally, and we kind of called that in the last episode yeah. that he's probably going to show up. He's definitely the, the beginning. So what's Asher doing? Oh, he's being a rowdy hooligan as a mercenary. He's yeah. running around having a good time with his lady friend, which do you know remember her name? Beska. Beska. Yeah. They're um, they're in Yunkai, which I think is a region in Essos, which is where like the whole Daenerys Targaryen uh, subplot happens. Yeah, all the freed slaves and stuff. So um yeah, they're just hanging around, killing people, mm-hmm. they're, celebrating. They're 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 finishing up a bounty. They caught a, a former slave master or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're tie they're tying him up. But uh and so what did you think of Asher? What did you think of his introduction? It was a pretty good intro. I felt like it really showed the character and how he is so much different from the other foresters. The other foresters are very much about family and what they care about. And in this one, he's just shoving stuff around and just kind of like partying, kind of like mm-hmm. reminds me of one of those kids at college, you know, that the family that just kind of <laughs> like spends money and doesn't really talk to. Yeah. He just spends all his money on partying. Yeah, I, I I definitely played him more as like the roguish kind of the roguish type, whereas the other foresters, mm-hmm. I I play them a little bit more dignified, and I I kind of appreciated that because the last episode there wasn't a ton of like <sighs> fun characters, yeah, fun characters so to speak. Characters so did, everything was so grim and it's down, serious. and yeah. now you kind of have this character who's off doing his own thing, and you're kind of introduced to him and you can i I could kind of see that where the storyline might be going Mm -hmm. which is he's probably going to get more proper as time goes on because that's just how it's going to be but i do like playing him cocky and saying like yeah i can lead a whole army Mm -hmm. um so he does all that he does a bar fight and they kill everyone and they yeah essentially uh one of another group of mercenaries walks in and is like hey where's that guy we want to do the bounty we'll give you like half of what it's worth yeah. If you'll just let, and they've got like way more guys. It's just you and Beska, and they've got like way more guys. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, and then I was just like, no, no. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what I did too. Like, this is not worth it. And and then, but 
because you just have him hiding behind the bar. You just have the guy you tied up hiding behind the bar. They're like, well, we found him anyway, so we're just going to kill him now and then kill you, and you get no money or yep. whatever. And then uh, you do that, and then, of course, you fight these insurmountable odds. Yeah. You kill quick all Quick time them. events going on. I, I failed a lot of the quick time Did events you? in this one. Yeah. I think I, I hit, I think I nailed all of them. I think it was something confusing about how the, the button showed up. I didn't uh-huh. know if I was supposed to press them right away or if I was supposed to wait because some of them get bigger. Yeah, because it introduced like the new, like now there's a timing based one where you have to wait until it like appears and then yeah. hit. And then so I was confused which one was time. which. So I'd accidentally uh, die a lot. But that was all right. Oh I mean, God. It's, it's not like dying is a real big deal oh, in that I'm game. Oh, dead. Um, so you fight them, you kill them, um, right at the end, more mercenaries pop in, um, and, but so does Malcolm Forrester. Yeah, Malcolm Forrester, the uncle, the who, uncle to the Forrester kids. Who and, was sent off in the last episode yeah. to find you. Yeah. Or Asher, and here he is. <laughs> Just as he said, picking up, picking the best time to show up. Yep. Uh, he shows up and you guys run away. You have the choice mm. to grab the chest. Did you grab the chest? I grabbed the chest. And then it's nothing it's in it. It's nothing. It's like forks and stuff. Yeah. And, uh... So those guys are never going to pay you anyway. I think I think uh I'll take a second here to talk about like the other characters. Mm-hmm. Beska um I thought she was cool. I f- definitely feel like she's a little too generic maybe because they have to kind of get you into the into the headspace and make her kind of a re- recognizable character she's very much like the tough the rough and tumble like yeah. no nonsense girl character. I would say kind of like a Brienne of Tarth, but I think that's a disservice to Brienne. To well, Brienne. Brienne has honor. I feel like she's kind of worth, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Beska's a little more thiefy. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't really care as much. And then, of course, you get more of Malcolm, and he definitely seems the like kind of the swashbuckling kind of brother of of the forest of the Forrester mm-hmm. clan. Mm-hmm. Um, a little more world wary. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sees a little bit more of the world as opposed to sitting around in the Forrester domain all the time. Mm-hmm. And so. Essentially, he's like, Asher, there's stuff going down. Your family needs you. And like, how did you kind of react to that as Asher? Did you kind of resent the, 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 like the fact that they needed you or did you kind of react in like, oh, you know what? Of of course I'll head back. I think I did. Of course I'll head back. Cause I think beforehand they were kind of deciding what to do next. And uh-huh. I was just like, this is a great life. Well, what do we do now? So I was kind of like, well, I guess he could be like, yeah, this is my next great challenge or whatever, going back home. Yeah. That's what I thought anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of just immediately was like, oh yeah, you know what? If they, if, if everybody needs me, like I'll head back. Cause essentially what Malcolm's plan is, is to grab Asher and then grab, uh, grab an army mm-hmm. from Essos and then sail back to, uh, sail back to Westeros. Right. Uh, so that's kind of then then there's another section in this where you're basically just running from all the lost legion uh yeah. lost legionnaires who who you know are still looking for you cuz they're like oh, they killed a bunch of our guys speaking of which there's like a there's like a head legionnaire did you kill him or what did you do to him I think I killed him cuz I wasn't fully paying attention uh-huh. and I was like oh well you like cuz I just busted his knee like, oh oh I'm sorry at the beginning guy. I was thinking about the the later part with No Jessica. no 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 um We'll talk about that too. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. Um, let's see. Did I kill him? No, I busted his knee. Yeah. And then he yelled out and I was like, oh, you jerk. I should have killed you. Well, that's Except the thing too is that and then, then the rest of the time he's just kind of being like dragged around by and like, oh, go find them. Go find them. But like, I don't know what would have happened if you killed him. Like maybe he but, just doesn't appear in those scenes. That's probably it. Yeah. But nothing else. Um, yeah. And then there's that portion where, where, uh, 
Asher and Beska and Malcolm are kind of hiding out in this out, like uh in this stall. Mm-hmm. And a uh, legionnaire comes it like kind of walks in the in the threshold and is like, oh, what's going on in here? Uh, and you have the option to either just let Beska take him out or like Malcolm's like, no, everybody shut up. Uh, so what you you just let Beska kill him or what? yeah, I was just just let him let her do her thing. And yeah. then what happened? What happened then? Mm, nothing. I don't think. Really? I think Malcolm just goes, you let her kill him. He's like, yeah, <laughs> she do what she wants. She does what she wants. That's yeah. all right. I, I, I stopped her. And then mm. the guy, like, this is the thing. The guy walks like into the threshold yeah. and then he just like looks around. He's like, I'm not going to bother looking behind these screens at all. I'm just going to stand in this doorway and then turn around and leave. So <laughs> I almost mm. wish I would have killed him just because it just makes him seem really, really incompetent. And it's like, man, we weren't even hiding that good. And yeah. This guy couldn't find us. That's why this I guy's killed. getting fired. I was like, this guy might just all he has to do is turn around. Oh, all right. No, nope. he's just like, oh, I'm, this helmet shirt covers my eyes. Well, see you <laughs> later. Don't worry. I fired him. <laughs> and OK, so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so. So, yeah, so you get away. And basically the plan is to go to. Th- the port city, I think that Daenerys is trying to leave from in the show. Yes. And you're, and, uh, you're trying to, uh, Malcolm suggests you get the help of the second sons or is that Asher's idea? Mm, I think that was Asher's idea because okay. he says, uh, Malcolm goes, Hey, that's They're already in business with the, ten- yeah, they're already within the Targaryen girl. Yeah. And then he's like, but I, they owe me a favor. Mm-hmm. And like, then like, right. Beska's like, no, but what about that time when you did the thing? You think he's just going to listen to you? And I'm like, I'll be really charming. Because that's what I am. I'm a charmish rogue. Yep. And then my storyline ends. Yep. That's pretty much it. That happens with Asher. Like I was, I was actually expecting him to be a lot more involved in the episode. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of has two big scenes, the bar fights and then the escape. And mm-hmm. then that's about it. Well, one thing about this episode is the last one only had three main characters you play as, right? Yeah. This one has four, yes. so it kind of stretches out the storyline mm-hmm. a little bit. I don't know if it stretches even, out, but it gives it less time for each character. Even though we lost somebody in the last episode, yeah, like, Here's we two somehow added two, but we'll talk about the, the other new character a little bit later, but right now we'll talk about... Garrett, our first, the first Garrett guy. Garrett Tuttle, our, mm-hmm. yeah, the first guy. Squire. You, yes, Squire Garrett Tuttle, the first guy you ever meet in the entire episode, and uh, we when we last left him, he was headed towards the wall. Yeah, he was headed towards the wall, and so you see him. I think the first scene is him just arriving at the wall, yeah. and then it's like, all right, surprise, he, made it. he gets there, and then you see Frostfinger, and that's it. Yeah, that's the ending. And so then- yeah, so there's the 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 kind of he's not the night commander because they don't have a night commander, but he's kind of the quartermaster right now, Fr- Frostfinger. He's at least in charge for now. Yeah, yeah. So he goes in there and. He says, "Hey, I want to be a, a ranger. Know, a ranger. How did how did you kind of react to to Frostfinger? I was very very respectful, but yeah. and honest. I was truthful. And he was, yes, I was. And then truthful. he says, "Oh, I know everything about you. I've already got this letter. Yep. And you're like, oh. And so right, it's well. like, man, if I was a jerk, that would matter to me. But I wasn't so good. So <laughs> good. good. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. I, I wasn't stupid. He does that, and then Frostfinger's like, all right, well." We'll test your metal. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, here's this. Uh, they, did, they didn't do the test stuff beforehand, or is that after you stand in? That's after. You kind of disperse. Okay. Well, you disperse for a little bit. Before then- we get too far into it, I'm going to say right now, this was definitely my least 
favorite part of the episode. I, I don't know. And again, like I haven't watched the most recent season of game of Thrones, but the wall stuff, I like John, like Jon Snow as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't, that stuff isn't that interesting. I don't know if it's cause it doesn't, the setting never changes. It's always the same. Like, Oh, it's cold and there's rock everywhere. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know if it's cause Man. the setting doesn't really ever change or, I don't know if it's just I don't find the whole Night's Watch concept that interesting or what they do with it, at least all that interesting. Mm-hmm. But like this, this part with Garrett just kind of to me, it kind of was like it's kind of like we had to have this in the in this episode because we had to involve the wall in some like way. Yeah, yeah. We we painted these beautiful vistas with yes. our, you know, our sky boxes. <laughs> sky boxes look really good in this. Um. Yeah, see, I I didn't mind it that much. I don't. I definitely say it's not the most interesting, um, but I thought Asher's was probably le- less interesting to me. I, yeah. It was different, but it was too short for me to actually really care about mm-hmm. it. Like I feel like if they did another scene and they spent more time with Asher, I could probably get on board. But I just just because Garrett had a little bit more time, mm-hmm. I feel that there's a little more interesting stuff going on with the dynamic of what it's like to be a new recruit mm-hmm. um, in at the wall. Um, so he is a new recruit and he stands in line and these. He's uh falls in with all the others, I guess. Yeah, Night's well, the other brothers. Yeah, the brothers. The the crows. The crows. And he's, he stands there for a little bit and then uh people around him start causing trouble. Mm-hmm. Um start You you meet a couple of your a couple of your brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is a thief named Cotter. Yes. Uh uh, wait, what, 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 what's the line what's what's the line in this one? Oh yeah it's like it's like what are you here for and he was like fucking potatoes <laughs> and then he's like you what you fuck potatoes and he's like no I stole them you idiots and I was like oh that's a that's oh, funny oh that's a good one yeah I didn't say throughout the the entire time the line was one of the uh, options where I just chose silence the entire time oh really yeah I didn't say anything because. I don't want to get in trouble. When 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 Finn like first which that's the other recruit you mean, he's a big bully. His name is Finn and he's got a knife. Yeah, he loves uh, his knife. He, yeah, he really loves his knife. Loves for his for the love of Christ, he loves his knife. <laughs> <laughs> uh he walks up and is like, "Hey, you're in my spot." I didn't say anything to him. Like that's when I like was just yeah. like silent cuz I'm like this guy's a jerk clearly. I just moved. I'm just not going to engage at all. Yeah, I just moved. Oh, like, you, just, right. you really didn't want to cause any trouble. Mm, I, I was I'm new. I don't want to you know me i'm like off. it's a space you know the exact space that you stand like in this weird group of people you know exactly where you stand get out of here man <laughs> i'm all just right. gonna just not move at all all right well you're a little more badass than i am i'm just like i don't want to get hurt on my first day on the job so maybe yeah so they make the whole uh frost fingers making the whole like dramatic speech to everybody about how most of them aren't going to live and all this stuff. And then uh, Cotter and Finn kind of go at it in the crowd. Getting, no, I just sit there quietly as they really, talk to each other. I kind of like, I engaged a little bit with, with, uh, with Cotter, but like not, not so much. So, so, and then, 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 then this will be interesting. So Frostfinger basically comes down and mm-hmm. is like, Oh, who's talking back there? What's going on? And he walks back there and he's like, all right, who was it? So what did you do at that point? I said it was me. Yeah, see, that's what I did too. But like, it makes more sense for me because I actually did engage. You were just standing there quiet the but, whole but time. But then what he says afterwards is like, ah, oh, well, you must be covering for your brothers. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I was because obviously I wasn't saying anything. 
Mm. Mm. So it made sense. It worked Ew. somehow. Yeah, I forget. He might have said that to me, or he might have been like, well, well, you like stop causing trouble already, or something. Oh, really? Like that you big dummy. No. Well, that'd be kind of cool if he just said, you know, stop covering for your brothers or already covering. He didn't yeah. say stop, but he's like, oh, good thing, I guess. Mm. Well, you guys you know, shut up. Show some respect. And so after this, you need a montage because <laughs> you go into training with. Uh, but you don't get a montage. But you don't really get a montage. You show off your skill with quick time events. Basically. Like you, yeah. It seems all right. Uh, did you like fail hard on it? No, 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 I did all of them yeah, fine. No, I it did was all right. All fine. <laughs> then it's like dope. you can shoot like four targets. You I actually was back up a little bit before that. Is when uh, Frostfinger's kind of getting mad at you, but then John Snow pops up. Oh yeah, the first yes, time you yes. see him, and you go, "Oh, he's so dreamy." Yep, he shows up and he's like. I'm Jon Snow. <laughs> Remember me? Like, he doesn't say anything. I think him no, and Frostfinger just... he just, just says, like, hey, Frostfinger, I need to talk to you like, yeah. right now. Like, distract And then him. they go, and then that's when you kind of get, mm-hmm. are let loose on the base, and you can take on the different, like, uh, tr- training tests at, yeah. at your leisure. And, like, him and him and Frostfinger just kind of stand up and watch everybody. Yeah. Not approvingly as you shoot four <laughs> targets, which proves you're an awesome archer. Which was kind of actually, like, one of the only uh, first-person scenes in a teleporting yeah. I've seen. And I was like, oh, this is all yeah, right. it was all right. It actually worked kind of well. I thought it would be a little more janky. and Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. It was okay. And I then shot did, them all where they needed yeah, to Yeah, me shot, too. So. I did the, wasn't it the sword thing? And then you have to like carry a barrel. Yeah. And basically like, on right. all these ones, like Finn's like doing it better than you, except for like the archery one, which he doesn't even try. In yeah. fact, this is where the main conflict of the Gary oh, yeah. section happens. So Cotter is kind of the, being the, like the kind of thief, the meek thief. He's getting kind of wimpy and gets bullied and stuff. So he, he reveals to you, he's like, Hey, Hey man. I took Finn's knife that he mm. loves so much. And then, and then you can be like, oh, that's bad. Or Don't something that. like that or, or whatever. And basically, so when, once you finish the archery test, Finn's like, ha, crossbow's a coward's weapon. And then Carter's like, but you didn't even try it. And he's like, Don't matter. Doesn't matter. I could get that target from here with my knife. And then he goes to reach for it. And he's like, oh, God, where's my knife? And he gets pissed off. He gets pretty mad. And then he starts saying, the last verse I showed to is you. Mm -hmm. And then he points at Garrett. And he's like, wait a second. Coddle's a thief, though. Yeah. And then he starts looking at Coddle. He's like, I showed him two. He's got a brain. He's thinking. He's a thinking bully. Together. Yep. Yeah. He's a thinking man's bully. So what do you do at this point? Honestly, this I'm trying point, to remember. I don't know what I did. I think I just kind of. I stood in the I, way. Yeah, I did I that. stood in the way and then event, I stood in the way as he tried to get at Cotter and at, that eventually leads him to punch you. Yes. And at that point, you can either like punch him back or like threaten him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, don't like punch me again, Braj. And then he tried to punch me again and then got into a quick time fight. Basically. Yeah, that's kind of what happened to me, too. And you get that black eye at the end of it. Yes. Jon Snow comes by. Yes. Well, because because Frostfinger's like, what the heck is going on here? Like, you guys, you troublemakers need to knock this crap off. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Finn's like, but he stole, somebody stole my knife. And I'm like, nobody stole his knife. Take it said, easy, bro. I think I said that, too. I don't remember exactly. And then so he was, uh, so Frostfinger's like, I'm going to take care of Finn and you, Garrett, you're going to go in the hole or something like that. And Jon Snow's like, Oi, I need another man up on top of the wall. 
And it's like, oh, boy, you can freeze up there. Yeah. And so you get a little one-on-one time with Jon Snow. Oh, just what everyone wants. What all the fangirls want. Girls? Fan Everyone. people. Yeah. <laughs> Fan. Um, so you, uh, you go up on the elevator with him and mm-hmm. he talks to you about how what life is and you know what it's like up here. Yeah. And, and basically because he knows you're part of the clan Forrester and, and clan Tuttle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can kind of relate to he, you. Well, no, and like he's like... You were at like the twins when the red wedding happened. Like how oh, yeah, did like yeah. how did like three thousand men let my brother die? And you can kind of like be sympathetic with them or or whatever. Uh, but regardless, yeah, this is kind of you you and him finding common ground. Uh, how did you like the 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 cameo of Jon Snow? How did you like? It's it? all right. I didn't feel like it was very forced because I mean. The nice watch isn't very big. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense that like, oh yeah, of course he's here. What else? He doesn't go anywhere else during the entire, you know, series. Mm. He stays there pretty much the entire time. So yeah. I don't know. It made sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it felt a little, I mean, you're right in that he, he is always like there. Mm-hmm. It's just, maybe it's cause he always has like his, his tight knit like group that you only ever see him talking to that to me, it just felt weird that he was like, talking to random recruit guy and like was having like a, like a powwow and a pep talk with this, like no, they're stuck, on a, they're stuck on an elevator and it's, you know, he's in charge of doing the wall stuff. So yeah, I guess kind of, it, it made, it didn't feel forced to me. Yeah. Again, maybe it's just the fact that I wasn't a huge fan of this section. <laughs> yeah, you're just, I want I'm just like, eh. this wall stuff is terrible. Yeah. I want to find things I hate about it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and I know in the first episode, you, mistakenly like revealed to er- to like everybody in F- house forester mm-hmm. that like, Oh, I'm looking for the North Grove or oh, whatever. Yeah. At this point, I let John so- snow I- know that I was looking for the North Grove. Me too. Nah, you just tell it. You just love telling tell everybody. everybody. But see that to me, like to me, I didn't realize that was still a thing that I need to keep secret. Cause I'm like, I'm at the wall. Like who else does it? Who am I going to tell? Like, yeah. who, like what's going on? But like then the game popped up like, oh, you revealed your secret to Jon Snow. And Jon Snow was like, you should probably keep that to yourself. And I was like, oh, why'd I tell anybody? Why am I still telling people about Jon this? Jon Snow, so you know, dreamy men can keep secrets. Yeah. I hope he's not a snitch. Nah, nah, he'll be fine. Nah. But and, uh, that's how it ends. I think you're staring out at the... Uh, yeah, you're on top of the wall. You're staring out. This is something I need to say. That what? filter sucks. Yeah. That filter sucks so much. Yeah. I, I just want to, I'm kind of like contemplating if there's like an I and I file or something in the PC version mm-hmm. where I can just turn off the filter. Cause I think all the painted textures look fine. Uh-huh. You should just leave them like that. But then they put a horrible filter where if you see a character raise their hand up over something, you can see it's kind of it like, like blurry wiggly. and wavy. And like some scenes it, it's, it's better and or worse than others. Some scenes it looks fine, but it only works like 25% of the yeah. time. Maybe. Well, in other scenes, like pretty much all the stuff in King's landing, which we're going to get to in a minute. Yeah. To me, like all of that it's is terrible. wiggly and like blurry and stuff. And I'm like, this doesn't like this effect does not work. Like no, who, who signed off on like, yeah, that looks good. Like yeah. that's, that's fine. I, I, it's, it's better just to have the, the, you know, low res textures that kind of look like, yeah. mural. like I mean, the that. thing that is, is, yeah, that the, the textures itself and the way they're kind of colored in, in pastel and stuff already look mm-hmm. fine. Again, I think they look fine against the backgrounds. The fact that they have this weird, uh, like filter over everything makes it just look weird. Like makes it look bad. Yeah, I agree with that. I, it's just, 
It's kind of a bummer. Does, it, kind of take, it, it brings me out of it a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. It does. It makes it like, see, that's the thing is like, I guess that again, they were going for the whole, like it's a living oil painting thing, but it doesn't look like a living no, oil painting. No, it just it looks, looks like, like a really a, bad graphics. A weird, yeah, a weird filter over everything. And everything looks strange, but whatever. Anyway, on uh, to King's Landing. We'll go there. Uh, yes. Because Mira's storyline is actually pretty interesting. Yep, back to time. Mira. So you start out, uh, obviously, Marjorie Terrell is still getting married to uh, Joffrey at this yep. point. They're, They're still, still doing still wedding playing stuff. the wedding. So it opens up with you doing wedding invitations and kind of like, for me, Marjorie was kind of like, because at this point you're like, I need like, a, you get another note from your, le- from your mother, right? That's yes. like, we need uh, like a wedding. We need to, we need somebody to be set up with, with somebody in our house yeah. so that we can like strengthen our house and, and, and we can have like this, uh, an, an actual backup right. to fight the white Hills. And so like at this point, Marjorie kind of like reinforces, like Remember what happened last time you asked me to do a favor for you. Dude, like, so do, you well. really, do you really want me to do that again? Well, also she actually brought up a good point though. I was like, this will feel really forced if I send out a letter like this. Yes. And I'm like, well, yeah, that actually does make sense. Like, yeah, oh, you should betroth him for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of a weird thing to send out a letter. It doesn't feel as natural. You know, they feel like they're kind of, uh, it's almost like a threat in yes. some ways. And I feel like that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. all right, all right. That's a good point. Also the fact that last time I asked for something, it didn't work out so um which at this point she leaves you alone to finish the wedding invitations and because i stole the seal i probably gives you this option too it's like do you want to forge a letter so you just start off with a seal because you're doing you're doing the stuff anyway yeah so i don't know why that the stealing helped at all no well because she takes like her i think she takes hers and it's like my other one went missing really yeah she's like my other one went missing like i don't know what happened Hmm. This I one, don't know. this one, you were already, you were just sitting there doing that. That was yes. like what you're doing while she's talking to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she leaves, and then you're like, "Well, I got this stamp still, or this." Seal yeah, thing. I don't know. I still have the seal stolen. I don't know what it helped, but basically, <laughs> it gives you the option to either forge a letter from Marjorie, doing what you wanted her to do, but like just going over her head essentially, uh-huh. or finishing whatever invitation you were currently working on. Cause you're basically go. signing her name already. Yes. Yeah. So you're just really you're, simple. You're uh, well, well, like your secretary. Mm-hmm. Well, you're her handmaiden. So you're essentially her secretary. So you're copying just her sign- hand writing. Oh! oh, good one. So, um, what'd you do? I did not send it. Cause she made a good point that like, this is sound forced anyway. Yeah. I felt like I should, I just felt like I should have just cause I had the seal and I feel like this was a good time to use it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, eh, nah, nah. it's not going to help anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just finished the letter to, to Sir Maynard. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's an important character, but, he, and then Sarah pops in and yes. like, now Sarah, I did kind of dirty in the last episode mm-hmm. because like, I didn't want to trust her with vital information and we're supposed to be best friends, but she pops in and is trying to be amicable enough and be like, Oh, like this wedding's going to be so fun. Isn't it? Blah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah. Nothing can go wrong yep. at a wedding in game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she's having a good time, but then she says, she pulls you aside and says, you know, I have something to tell you. Can mm-hmm. you meet me later at this yeah. place? And, and it's, like, okay. it's funny. Cause like a lot of the mirror options at this point are, you can straight up just be like mean, yeah. Sarah, which like I cont- I I was kind of middle way like neutral like yeah, I kind of wanted I to be a little thing. bit friendly but at the same time like 
I still don't necessarily, like I didn't trust her with information earlier and I still don't necessarily really trust her when I'm trying to like keep this tight knit circle. Like, yeah, I did the exact same thing. I mean, you know, I I was open enough, but I was not, Mm -hmm. you know, still telling her how much I really wanted to help my family. Mm -hmm. So, Um, so you, so you meet her later. Uh, she's got a, like a, she's got a pitcher of wine that mm. she's, she stole. It's one of, it's one of the queen's reserves, which sounds like a totally good idea. Yeah. Right? Great idea. And she's yeah. like, don't worry. I work here all the time. Like, yeah. She won't miss it. I swear. And then, so you're like, okay, did you drink it? I did. I drank, did. I drank it. I drank it too. I'm like, I like alcohol. <laughs> Give it to me. And then who should stroll by, but our, Oh wait, no, hold, you know what? Let's, yeah. Hold let's on, talk hold about, back yeah, up, yeah, back back up. Up. so Sarah, because Sarah was, uh, she tells you that she is actually a bastard. She's mm-hmm. the daughter of who is she the daughter of? Is it the, Glen, is it the Glenmores? I believe so. I don't know. Yeah. I honestly, I can't remember. She's she, basically, she's, she's, she would be highborn if she wasn't a bastard. Yeah. Because yeah. her father is somebody. She, she's kind of Jon Snowed. Yes. Well, she's, she's Sarah Flowers. Cause that's I believe it. that's how they name bastards in this universe is mm-hmm. whatever season you were born in is the last name you take. Oh, so she's, I didn't know that. She's Sarah Flowers. That's why Jon Snow is Jon Snow. So that's okay. why Ramsey Snow is Ramsey Snow. Like, oh, it's all did you just sense. learn something no, right I did. now? Yeah, I did. Wow. I'm learning about Game of Thrones. This is a universe. Yeah. So she she essentially kind of like resents, not doesn't resent, but she's like is bemoaning the fact that she's highborn like Mira is, but unlike Mira, who can like seems like she can marry uh, like a nobleman mm-hmm. and kind of escape the whole like her, her fate as a handmaiden or like the whole lower rung of King's Landing right. society. She can't cause she's a bastard mm-hmm. or whatever. She can only like really marry if she's like set up with somebody. Yeah. She can only really kind of like marry outside her class. If she's set up with someone. I, thought, I think a story that's like weird story fork mm-hmm. wasn't very interesting. Which one? The one just with where the, she's like, oh, "I'm a bastard," and it's like, "Well, I okay. thought I because the thing is, is, I thought it was gonna pay off a little bit later in the episode, but it doesn't. I feel like maybe in the next one because because at some point she goes like, "Hey, next time, like Marjorie wants to confide. And I know Marjorie really loves you and like really like confides in you, but next time maybe like if she wants to talk to you, maybe suggest she talk to me, and then I can get close with her and be friends, and then and I can I, t- I, then I can ask her. Then favors. I can yeah tell her like about this stuff, and I was just like, all right, you know what? I feel bad for you. I'll totally do that. And I was like reduced ex- to stealing wine. Yeah, I was expected like that to come back later, but I guess no. it'll come back in no. another episode. Hopefully. So while you're drinking, yep, Mr. Tyrion walks by. Yep, Tyrion walks by. Which, speaking of walks, I actually really do appreciate that they anim- They seem to have animated a special walk cycle for Tyrion because, yeah. because, Peter Dinklage, being you know Peter Dinklage, he's got a very distinct walk in the show. It's true. So like they kind of try to mimic that that walk in the video game, which is just a nice little well, touch. This character model is a lot different than others because yeah, he's smaller. Of so course. He's um, going to have the different, they're going to have a whole different mm-hmm. animation for him. But yeah, I mean, it definitely, they, it almost feels like mocap, but I feel like it wasn't mocap. Yeah, it was, but it probably was wasn't mocap. It was probably just animated. So hand. he's like, 
of course, Miss being Mr. Charming, being like, oh, conspiracy of handmaidens, what could you be talking about over here? And we're like, oh, we don't have wine. Or you could be straight up just be like, oh, we have wine. Oh, we're just drinking over here. Yeah. And he's like, that vase looks curious. Yeah, no, I was like, I was just like, do you want to drink with us? And he was like, all right. And then he grabbed it and he was like, this smells like my sister's favorite <laughs> wine. Hmm. He's like this. Not my favorite. Yeah, he was like, "There's some." There's, all right. He's like, he's like, there are risks you want to take in King's Landing. Stealing wine is probably not one of them. <laughs> from my sister. Yeah, for stealing wine from the queen is probably not one of yeah. them. So he kind of scolds you for that. But then he's like, also next time I'd suggest bringing cups. Oh yeah, he does say like, that. It's pretty good. Like all oh, Tyrion. Oh, you're so funny and smart, but you're cool. So that's why I told you, you know, whatever. And then he gets this idea. Mm-hmm. That maybe he's trying to get some ironwood. Yes. And he's going to talk with the White Hills. He's on his way to like a meeting with the White yes. Hills since the White Hills now have half the ironwood. Mm-hmm. He's on the on the way to meeting with the White Hills and he's going to try to secure some ironwood. But he's like, wouldn't it be really funny if I brought a forester girl with me to try to show that maybe I can get a better deal yeah, on negotiate, this. Negotiate the ironwood deal. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I personally was like, all right, that sounds funny to me yeah. he's like it'll be the most fun i've had all week or yeah. a month or whatever he <laughs> something said. like that uh, so then that's kind of where it goes from there is mm-hmm. you meet the white hills mm-hmm. you head with Tyrion. well we'll we'll talk we'll say they they go into a private room and there's a single guard standing oh, yeah. there which i mean the thing is is you got to think it's Tyrion. so he's this guy's probably somebody that Tyrion trusts or it could just be a guard because yeah, i mean honestly there's nothing shady going on there. he's just doing his regular old mm-hmm. business you're right so you're right, could be just a regular guard so there's white hill representatives there mm-hmm. anyway and they're like what the heck is this what's going on why is that girl here and she's and they're like i'm a forester uh-huh. look at me i'm cool and then they're like why is she this doesn't matter we own half the ironwood and then she's like Tyrion just goes well, yeah but he's offered a better deal so see you guys later yep and he just straight and up they, just like cuts them out. And they, yeah, they just F off. Like, <laughs> and I, I tell them off. I'm like, uh, you're getting, get out of here. Like, what are you doing? You don't know nothing. Uh-huh. And he was like, this might start a war. Mm-hmm. And the next, well, the next scene, cause then you leave, right? That's about it, right? They leave. And then you and Tyrion sit at the table and he's That's like, it. he's like, well, I wasn't lying that I really do need, I really do want Ironwood and I really do want to cut a deal. So what, like, what are you offering like here? Mm-hmm. Then you offer something. Yeah, you can like, I think there are a few different options. I'm not sure how, how differently they fork off from this point. But like, I basically was like, we'll give you all the ironwood. Like, that's what I did. You just need to like help our family out. And Tyrion's like, this is like the White Hills aren't going to like that. You're just trying to sell the entirety of the ironwood to them. Like, this is going to start a war. Are you ready for that? I'm like, yeah, because I'm not there. Yeah, that's exactly so. what I said. <laughs> so <laughs> this isn't gonna affect me at all. I'm just so, sitting here yes, in King's Landing. Sure. My dumb mom wants me to help with all this stupid stuff. I'm just gonna be like, here, I helped. There. There. You want more war? Here, have fun. There you go. I didn't get you an army. You can just have this war instead. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so at that point, you leave. That point, you leave. Yeah, at that point, you leave, and then you come back to your room, which is, well, no, this is later. I think this is a later no. time. What? Cause there's no way that that guard. Yeah, no, no. This is like the 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 stuff keep, happens. Keep in mind the the kind of the timeline on this is kind of jumping back and forth. Like some time definitely does pass between your yeah. meeting with Tyrion and the next scene with Mira. Mm-hmm. In it. Anyway, and then Mira shows back goes back to her room at some point, mm-hmm. 
and the door is askew. Yeah. Um, and so you have the option to knock, yell, smash the door open, peek, do out stuff. So I peeked. I peeked first. And then I smashed it in. Oh, I peeked and then I just walked in casually. Oh, I, I and I was totally in. like ready for spooky, something spooky, scary to happen. No, but nothing. No, nothing Everything, there's some stuff that was smashed. I think that your letters, your correspondence between you and your mother. Those were taken. Have been taken. So. And there was a note on yes. the bed that said. Meet me in the garden at midnight. Yeah, I can. I have information that can help you with the imp or and that, whatever. And that always goes so well yep. when you find a note from someone who smashed your room and stolen your that, personal letters. The way it's like the way they they uh, they modeled it, it looks like it was like scrawled on there too. I was like, yeah. this doesn't look good at all. This guy probably is pretty dumb and doesn't know how to spell. Hmm. Anyway, so of course, at first I actually thought that was going to be the coal boy. I thought the cool yeah, I thought boy so too. Was, was was helping it because you see him a little bit earlier in in the episode. I think he just like knocks and is like, "Hey, remember me? Is it mail or something like that?" I think that's how you get the letter from your mother being like, "Yeah, he wants you. He wants you to set him up with somebody or whatever." But uh, yeah, so the cool boy shows back up. So I thought it was him at first. But then you, you go, go to, to the, the garden, garden and it's midnight. all spooky and scary. Yes, this is real. actually spooky and scary. And you're walking up and you see a figure at the uh-huh. end, but then a guard shows up and is like, hey, go to bed. Yeah. It's past your bedtime. He's no one like, should be out here at night. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, he's, he's just all stay. big and scary guard trying to be like, I've got a sword and a uniform. Check me out. I'm cool. I got power. Leave. Get out of here. You dumb handmaiden. Yeah. So that happened. And but then you are rescued mm-hmm. for, uh, for a short time by uh, the guard who was guarding your door mm-hmm. uh, during the Tyrion meeting. He's, he introduces himself as Damien, and apparently he's a pretty high-ranking guard because he basically tells this guy off. He's yeah, like, pretty much. He's like, yeah. hey, get out of here. Like, I'm take, I'll make sure the girl gets home or whatever. And he's like, oh, or she's with me. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go, okay. And then he brings over to the garden, kind of mm-hmm. the same place that they're uh, drinking the wine earlier. Yeah. And I'm like, at, at this point, I'm like, oh, this Damien, again, like like I was mentioning earlier, he was the guard and I'm me- my meeting at Tyr- with Tyrion, mm-hmm. usually Tyrion only uses like people he likes or knows or trusts, and at least in the show, like to look after, True. look after stuff. Like he'll use Pont or he'll use uh, Braun at some points or whatever. Right, but, right. So I'm like, oh, this guy's probably gonna probably legit, but nope. like literally like two seconds in, he's, he's like, like, man, you've been making a lot of people mad, so I'm gonna kill you now. <laughs> Which is weird. I don't know where that order came from because obviously he probably isn't smart enough to do it on his own. Yeah, like someone had to tell him. Obviously, to do he's like, you've made enemies of the wrong people. I think is whatever, or he's you've angered the wrong people. Yeah. So obviously, you know, he took those letters. He's working for somebody. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, hey, I'm going to kill you now, by the way. Tries to kill you. So your quick time events of this guy trying to kill you. And this part, I honestly, I genuinely thought that they were going to kill Mira off. Really? Yeah, I thought they were going to kill Mira off. But uh, I don't don't know if that, I don't know why. Because to me, that doesn't make sense. Because then they would have no link to King's Landing. But but, uh, I don't know. I just thought the game was crazy enough that it was going to do that. Only, Only kills off little boys. Yeah, no. But see, at this point, at this point, they... 
potentially do kill off another little boy because uh, he tries uh, the the guard, Mr. Damien, mm-hmm. tries to he tries to kill you, and then you are rescued by the coal boy from the first episode. He like yeah. bonks him on the head or whatever, and then he tries and then, to drown him. Yeah, and then I mean, Damien's, uh, Damien like, Damien's like, oh, I'm pissed off. I'm gonna drown his little kid now. I'm just filled with murderous rage <laughs> right now. I'll kill anybody who tries to touch me. And so at this point, the game does one of the tell tell games where it slows down and it's like and you can either <laughs> you go should i stab him with my knife mm-hmm. where'd you get the knife to knife i think important. he had the knife right did he give it to you at some point oh no you no, he had him. the knife and then when you got bonked on the head right. i think he, he dropped, dropped it, it yeah, and you're, right. you're like I got or him. you can run for your life yeah run for your life which i don't think anyone chose i think everyone was like no yeah. i gotta save this kid yeah this kid's been helping me out he's probably important probably i don't know he probably will live yeah. so I went and stabbed the guy and uh, murdered him. Murdered him. Murdered. Straight up murdered him. And the cool boy's so cool that he's just like, oh, shoot, you killed him. I'll take care of it. Just go away. Just I'll leave. Take- I know that whatever. So you start running away. Yeah. And you hear the other guard going, hey, man. Hey, Damien, where are you? Yeah. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Oh, yeah. And then at this point, you have the option to either toss the knife or keep the knife. I toss the knife. You toss? I kept it. Oh, I'll see how this goes. See, to me, I'm like, oh, even though I'm like, they don't have freaking fingerprints. Yeah, they Am I dumb or something? Just, just knife. Yeah, Obviously I just that, took yeah. it. <laughs> I'm find a bloody knife and be like, "Well, someone stabbed Somebody's someone." Stabbed someone's and, dead. And, da- and we found Damien. Yeah, basically the the cold boy. Like, first of all, this guy this guy's in full armor, and he's a big guy. And this little scrawny cold boy is just like dragging him away. He's yeah, like, I thought oh, that was a little he's weird. Like, I got I got people by the docks that can help with getting rid of bodies. I don't and know. Stuff. Cole's pretty heavy. He's probably you know stronger. Ah, than he looks. you're right. You're right. So what do you think, uh, and that's kind of where it ends. Yeah, that's kind of where that one ends with you, you making that decision of tossing the knife or keeping mm-hmm. the knife and then running. Like, I didn't ask this question mm-hmm. earlier, but where, where do you think, uh, we're going back a little bit, but Garrett's storyline, where do you think that's going to go? Because I kind of curious, what do you think? I mean, clearly it's all talking about this North Grove thing and heading to the North Grove. So you think he's going to try to I do that? I have no clue what the North Grove is or how that could help or what it is, but like, I'm going to guess that they're going to head off either beyond the wall okay. or somewhere and, and he's going to go looking. He's either going to separate, either maybe join up with some wildlings or something's going to happen in which he's going to try to find the You're probably place. right. Um, what about Mira? You think she's going to go? I think it's going to be, I think personally, she's going to go on trial at some point because uh-huh. there's a little too much evidence from that one guard who saw her with him and then he disappears, but she was the last one he saw mm-hmm. and then they're going to find, maybe they'll find the bloody knife. I have a feeling they're going to find the bloody knife in your possession, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's probably going to have to defend herself or go on trial, and then it's going to be really horrible, and stuff's going to go on from there. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I So much is surrounding this wedding, and I do know enough about the fourth season to know that this wedding, something kicks off on this wedding true. or whatever. So I don't know if it is just going to kind of continue down this path until you get to the wedding and then something goes off hers i feel like is a little more difficult to predict i just i'm not quite sure what exactly they're they're driving towards with her so <sighs> i have a feeling she's gonna get caught and something's gonna happen but maybe but that's me um i think that's it though move should we move on to 
the best storyline? Most the, interesting? The, the one that kind of occupies a good amount of the time and is also kind of the big, the one big surprise in this At episode. the very beginning, it's yeah, like, hey, you think you're like going to play as uh, three characters? No, nah, you're going to play as four. You're going to play as Roderick, who you thought was dead. Yep, Roderick, who we saw in the first episode, get stabbed in the leg and then a horse fell on top of him. Yes. He's like... Oh, I'm alive somehow. Somehow so, I'm barely alive. Yeah, he wakes up on the back of like a dead cart uh, mm-hmm. with a bunch of other Forester soldiers, including your dad. Yeah, no. And it's like, let me, let me turn him over. Oh, my dad's dead. I didn't turn him over. I was just like, Ugh. and then the then cart goes over. over a bump and he just like flips over. And I'm like, oh, God, my dad says, no, it's my dad's. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> God it's my it's dad's like that dad. moment in Metalocalypse when, he, when Toki uh, was supposed to do like the Make-A-Wish thing mm-hmm. with the little girl. And then, like, and then he goes through his dark phase. But then at the end of the episode, like, he was like, girls. like, oh, little girls, I'm sorry, Stats, I disappoint you. I has all the times in the world for you now. Little girls. And he turns around yeah, and she's, she's like dead. dead and with then maggots coming out of her eyes. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically yeah, that. That was like that. Yeah. It's basically that. He scene. had maggots around him, yeah, too. Yeah, he did. You know, gross. Maggots everywhere. Yeah, they love maggots in this. So he basically is being carted back to the forester area because I think someone picks up his body. Yes, the dead cart, and then they bring him back to the foresters. And then uh, did Sir Royland meet him out there for you, or was it Duncan? I think, it was, I think it was Royland. Yeah, Royland comes out and he's like, what's going on? And he's like, I got a bunch of dead foresters. And he's like, don't you lie to me. You always say that. Yeah. It's probably just regular people. And he's like, no, I swear. I swear it on me mama, dude. And then he's like, get out of here. Like, get out of here. And I'm like, no, I got to get out. And you crawl out of the cart and you fall off and go, back. oh, and everyone's like, whoa, this one's still alive. And he goes, oh my God, it's Roderick. Oh my God, it's Roderick. My God, he's broken in half. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, he's he's pretty beat up. He yeah. can't do much. His, so then everyone kind of recovers, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. During this time, though, you're do, you're giving these options and choices. Yeah. You can't do any of them because Roderick's I, so badly beat yeah, up. I'm kind of like, well, I like stayed like quiet, like in the back of the cart, but then I was like, Royland, and I tried to like get him to come over and then it work doesn't out. work. Yeah. You can't say anything. You're in the back of the cart. You try yeah. to say anything. He's just, just like, oh, just makes no noise. Cause he's so beat up. Um, so they pick you up mm-hmm. and they of course get you to medical attention as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, uh, the maester works on you for a while. Mm-hmm. The, I have to say this, like, man, a horse falls on you today and they're going to have a hard time, like putting you back together. The fact that like in this medieval made up like world that this guy is able to like help you out when a horse fell on you and you're all jacked up. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Well, did, uh, well, no, but he, and they, they did have the throwaway line where it's like, his wounds would have killed a normal man. Or yeah, whatever. I was like, okay, all right. I'm like, okay, fine. Nine I'm, I'm cool. Tough, whatever, okay. Uh, did you take the milk of the poppy? Of course I did. I didn't. I was like, don't give me that stuff. I want the pain. And then I took it and then they were like, oh, he's high. Don't worry about it. And he's like, I'm falling asleep. Yeah, for me, it was just like, Ugh. and then I like, oh, God, so hurt so much. And I passed out. Oh, no. Oh, surprising how that does the same thing in both games. Yeah. Hmm. 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 It's almost like choices don't, I don't know, don't matter as much. And you wake up and your sister Talia is there and she's singing a song. 
and then you can either like there's like a pitcher or like there's like a practice sword and you can kind of check oh, yourself really? I didn't, out. Oh, I didn't see the the practice sword. Oh, you sword. didn't like uh, you can kind of check yourself out too like I'm looking and your 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 left arm I think is all messed up. Yeah. And your right arm I mean your right leg is all messed up and like half of your face is just like scarred f's yeah. yeah it's got garbage all over it yeah yeah as soon as i saw them I'm like look it's a pitcher boy i bet if i try to grab this he's just gonna knock it over mm-hmm. he does yeah see i i saw the practice sword and i'm like i'm badass i'm gonna grab this sword and swing it around and be like go forest or go <laughs> but uh i reached for it and i dropped it like i knocked it over and then talia's like oh god roderick you're awake Mm-hmm. And then this exactly. is where you find out one of the like the threads in the song. Yeah, space. The, <clears throat> well, yeah, and all the horrible stuff that's yeah, happened. Yeah. Like Ethan's dead, and you're like, what? Yeah, and then and so like, and the White Hills are taking over, and this and the Boltons are like making us like occupy the White, like have the White Hills occupy us, and they took half the Ironwood and all this nonsense. And uh, and she's like, worst of all, mom's making me sing a song for the for the funeral. <laughs> and I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. Ethan always helped me. Too bad he's dead. Yep. And I was like, uh, at one point, like he's like, Ethan always helped me. And I was like, I'll help you. And she's like, you suck, though. Really? <laughs> yeah. I just said, you'll, you'll do it, kid. You good? Yeah. No, I was I was encouraging her, but in the time when she was like, Ethan always helped me, I was like. I could I could help you and she's like no it's okay you suck (laughs) basically you were never good basically bummer bummer no I was like done in like a teasing fashion he took it he took it well yeah I feel like he's a super charismatic character yeah that's that's kind of Roderick's character is he's the he's this uh you know he's the he was like the oldest son he was like basically gonna be Lord so uh, you know once Gregor passed on yeah but then they thought he died so Ethan was in charge and but now it's like oh wait Back to being yeah. in charge. So he's kind of, he knows, like, he's headstrong and he mm-hmm. knows what's going on. But uh, at the same time, now you're completely effed. Yeah, you're you're basically crippled now. Yeah. So you try getting up at one point. Uh, I think you go outside this time? Like, you go outside right yeah, away, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You, uh, you stand up. It's like, I'm going to show these guys what's going on. And then on, you what's try what? to take a couple steps and you're like, oh my God, I'm dead. And then you fell, you fall on the floor and mm-hmm. you're, and uh, at this point, like Tally is like, well, cause you, you, there's a meeting they're they're convening the small council in the great hall. Ah, and he's like, like us. And like Roderick's like, I got to be there. And I'm like the Lord now. Mm-hmm. And then Tally is like, okay, but you got to go through like the courtyard and there's a bunch of white hill men and all this stuff. And it's like, at this point you have the option to either like, try to make the walk on your own or have Talia help you. And I don't remember that do? option. I should Talia help oh, me. Yeah, I just, I just had, I just had, Talia. maybe you refused. And then it's like too bad. The game says I had to help you anyways. Probably. So you go through like the, the courtyard and this is the game does a good job of like having you occupy Roderick's like feelings as like people are like, what the fuck? He, he's messed up. Well, uh, he was up. dead. He's like, he's dead. He has no legs and no arms. He's mm. just a stump. And it's like, <laughs> all right. And you see him walk by. Oh, that's him. Man, he looks pretty bad. Yeah. And so the White Hills are all like, you know, they're causing trouble and, and being uh, drunk. Yeah. Well, at some point here. Well, they're drunk then. Well, yeah, they're drunk. Well, yeah. they're just always drunk. But, um, <laughs> but you go to the steps and then there's like a guard there, right. a White Hill soldier, and he mm-hmm. is going to, he's just like, check this out. I'm going to be a real dick. I'm just going <laughs> to sit right in front of them while they're trying to go up the stairs and then refuse to move. Mm-hmm. And so this is what you do like during this this confrontation 
I'm trying to remember. I know I basically said something snarky, like, yeah, get out of the way. You know, I'll, mm. I'll murder you or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Like, I just straight up threatened him, like, look, man, Dang. get out of here. This Dang, is my hood son. now. I'm back. I'm back and better than, oh, I'm not better than ever. <laughs> I was like, I said, uh, like, move side, soldier. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, eh, nah. I don't really feel like it. And then I was just like, move now. And he's like, oh, well, uh, next time your sister won't be around to help you or whatever, help you stand up. And then he just like walks off. Yeah. I mean, eventually he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. It know. just depends on like how you look. Like I just kind of looked more like I'm serious here, man. I'm, I need to get in that great hall. I'm still the Lord around here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you got in. And then you get in and mm-hmm. the, the, the small council convenes. Uh, your, now your sentinel is brought up. Like yeah, in this, they, they the don't fact, bring it up much. Though. Yeah, they don't bring it up much. But I mean, you, you chose. Say, I'm in charge. You chose Duncan. I chose Sir Royland. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they just said you're in charge, and they're having like a uh, a small yes. argument. And you're there, and they acknowledge that you're there, and they're like, "Wow, you're up. That's that's amazing that you're walking uh-huh. around, and that's really cool." Um, why don't you sit down now? And I'm please. like, don't make this about me. We gotta talk about business. Yeah, and they're they're talking and stuff and having an argument about the uh, White Hill troops, what they should do with yes. them, um, because. Because Duncan yes. is getting them drunk on our wine to yes. keep them from causing trouble. Because when you're drunk, you don't really want to do yeah, things. Which, just, which, I mean, I know a lot of people want to fight when they're well, drunk. Well, it's wine. Yeah. So wine's a different, you know. And I guess, they're, and, I, and, I, and I, think, I think Duncan's idea is just the fact that, like... Keep them happy. Like, keep them happy and, like, trouble. just let's, let's not cause any more trouble. And uh, Royland... He, like, he's, he's like, no, nah, like, let's just not give him anything. Let's yeah, he's like, like starve him out. Because like the they mention in as you're passing them, like one of them's like they're giving us like three old bread, three week old bread, and it's got worms in it and oh, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So uh, so Royland's idea is just basically just like don't give them anything, don't give them any food, and they have to leave or whatever. Basically, mm. uh, so what? Who did you choose? What did you choose to do All to right, them? Keep them drunk. Yeah, I kept them drunk. Cause, and my thing, too, was the whole thing was that Sir Royland, like, I tend to go with what Sir Royland said when I was Ethan because he was my sentinel. And, mm-hmm. like, to me, like, he was, like... But now it doesn't matter. I'm being tough. But now I'm, like, I'm Roderick, man. I, I do what I want. I didn't choose you to be the sentinel. I'm a, I like Duncan's idea better. And that was another thing is, too, is is that um, your mother, uh, Lady, Lady Forrester, she tells you that... Um, that we that you we're like we just need more soldiers. We need more troops. So like I uh, I propose since you're you're back, Roderick, and you're alive, you should make good on your betrothal to the Glenmore's daughter because mm-hmm. the Glenmore's like the like her father's a good man. He's not a coward. He'll come to our aid if there's a reason for him to come to our aid. And what better reason than if you marry your daughter? So like yeah. you need to figure that out because. Cause she's coming. She's. I've already told her to come over here. Uh, oh wow. Okay. And like oh, so all right. I could. You could have waited until I. You know, my face wasn't half melted yeah, off. Yeah. But okay. Okay. Cool. So then they, I think that's kind of the end of that, isn't it? I feel like you didn't shifts over to another. Story yeah, it probably scene. goes over to somebody else, and then um, the scene is you back in kind of the your living quarters yes and then it's like the lady's here yeah and it's basically like dude 
don't F this up. Like, we really need you to marry her because, like, we're in big trouble. <laughs> Stuff is Please. going really, really bad. You really need to, like, uh, make this work. Mm-hmm. And so Elena's in, and she's like, oh, there's a bunch of drunk White Hill soldiers out there. What's going on? What's going on, man? I'm oh. glad to see you, but what's going on? And so how did you play out this scene? Because poorly. Yeah. Well, I think I feel like judging by the, the small search we did when we were trying to figure out what's the Glenmore's girl's name again. Uh, Elena. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying like we, that was what oh, we yeah, were saying. Yeah, yeah. And then we Googled <laughs> it. And then like, like one of the first rea- like one of the first few, uh, uh like Google mm-hmm. things was like, it was impossible to keep the betrothal going or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it was. And apparently it was, and because you'll you'll even find out at the end of the episode, it's like you and whatever percent of people effed up the betrothal. So it, me- it must have meant that oh, you could have yeah. kept it going. But I I messed it up. I couldn't. Uh, I was just like, but love. Yeah, it's like that's no. kind of what like, I was but doing. But then she's like, no, I need actual like resources. I was tra- like I, I was. I can't put my family in this horrible position. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know? which makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, she's automatic. If she does marry, then she would have to fight. Uh-huh. Like her whole family would have to basically go to war. Yeah. And it's like we don't really want war. It's like marrying in the war is not how it should be. <laughs> this ain't this ain't cool. No, yeah, I was uh, I was really charming and funny. Like I normally, yeah. <laughs> I was really charming and funny, but then she was like, no, but seriously, dude, like give me a good reason why this should like happen. Like we should do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cause we love each other. And she's like, <laughs> not love, good enough. Love powers all. Nah, nah. Not, the, not, not in the game of Thrones. No nope. one cares. It's all about power. Don't you see money. what happened to Rob Stark? He did cause of love. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But, uh, so, so it basically is like, oh, you didn't convince her to marry you. And I'm like, shit, (laughs) that was bad. (laughs) It was a good try. This is bad, especially because at this point I had already like put into motion Mira, like being like, F my mom. I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to ask her to like set up this. So now it's like, there's no hope. So now, yeah, now I really F myself and only to make matters worse. Uh, Lord Whitehill decides to show up like unannounced, like, Hey, what's up? Yeah. Guess what? We're taking all the ironwood yep. now. And it's like, wait, what? And I just started like freaking out. I was like, man, mm-hmm. you're denying Ramsey Snow. Yeah. Said? Like me you're too. denying it straight up. Like that's messed up. And he's like, I don't care. He's, he like, he's care. like, I know his father. I've known his father for years. He doesn't care where the, the where his stuff comes from as long as he's getting it. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it. He's probably and right. he's like, and he's like, also. Why all my guys drunk, man? What's going on here? It's like we're trying to keep him happy. It's just like, listen, man, get out of here. Uh, So then he was like, all right. No, no. And so, so the, the, the funeral's on its way. And you had requested uh, Ryan, your youngest brother, who is now hostage to the White Hills. Yeah. Like you, you requested that he be there just to let his like. Let him brother see, and yeah, father. let him see his brother and father or whatever, and let him see his family again, like maybe for the last time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's like, he's like, eh, I don't know if I really want that. To, and what Lord Whitehill's like, I don't know if I really want him to come over. I think you should like kiss my ring and like say like. I'm the greatest and stuff like I'm the that. Best. So what did you do when he was like, kiss my shiny ring and bend the knee and stuff? I did it. You did it. I know. What the hell are you doing? You idiot. I don't know. He kind of liked it. F the white Hills, man. He I don't liked it. 
And what happened? I, he let him. He let him see the Ryan. Oh, see, I was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, Oh, well, then f you, son. And I'm not gonna let your your. I'm not gonna let your younger brother come over here and whatever. Oh, so you didn't even get that whole scene with nope. the brother? Oh, no, wow. no. I'll, I'll, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But um, and so Elena was like. I'm still not marrying you, but I like the fact that you were like staunch and didn't didn't surrender to him. She said something and similar then, to like, "Oh man, things must be really bad. I've never seen uh-huh. you do that before." And, and like, then yeah. and then Lady Forrester was like, "You're an idiot. Why now your brother doesn't get to come to the funeral mm-hmm. or whatever?" And all this stuff's going bad. And then I think it lets you like, I think it did it let, give you this option where like. Then the kind of the camera sort of slowly zooms in on Roderick and it's like you get to say like uh f- oh, fuck or something. What? Like, I don't think I've ever said no? no, I don't think it happened to me. Yeah, there was there was like it was like our like uh I think Sir Royland or whoever your your sentinel or maybe mm-hmm. even the Maester comes up and is like, oh well we now we don't like now he's taking all the ironwood and Ryan's not coming to the funeral and there's no marriage and all this stuff is going bad and you can be like our house is strong, you can stay silent. There's like another option, and then one of them is you just be like seven fucking hills and that's the one that i did i was like seven fucking hills and really it cuts to black and then i think it, i think it either goes back to another scene before it goes back to the roderick's huh. last well, I scene i don't or, think i got that or what yeah i think it might go to the mira meeting after this and then probably and then uh the last scene is uh the funeral the funeral of your 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 daddy and your youngest brother mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's going on. And uh, I saw Ryan. Ryan was and there. You have a little. You have a little conversation with him, even though you can't really do much. Mm-hmm. You kind of talk to him, but the guards are like, "No, you you can't interact with him mm-hmm. for much longer." He's like, "But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill the White Hills." And the guard is standing right there, and he's like, "Oh yeah!" And the guard's like, "All right, that's enough. Stop talking to him. Tell him I'm gonna kill the White Hills. It's crazy talk." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the sister comes over and talks to him a little bit, and is like, "I'm gonna sing a song." He's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. cool, man." <laughs> cool. Cool, I'm Ryan. Like Please, am I not? Am I not coming back? And they're like, no. Unfortunately, I have to go back. He's like, I thought you got me out. And he's like, nah. I'm like, no, you're sick. You got to go back. And he's like, oh, oh. Yeah, sad. no. That scene actually played out completely different for me. Um, for me, the White Hills daughter is there. Oh, really? Yeah, Gwen Whitehill. She's there, and this is actually, you know what? Maybe you don't know this. Then I didn't even know this, she existed because this because this actually uh, applies to a different character. So Gwen Whitehill shows up. She's nothing like the rest of her family. In fact, she says like they don't even know I'm here. I just felt like I needed to pay respects because our families are so close. And this is when you learn that the reason. Asher got so pissed is because he fell in love with Gwen Whitehill and they were actually going to get married and their but their families hate each other so much and weren't going to let it happen. So then oh, Ash, they mentioned, Asher mentions that though in yeah. his scene, but okay. it, it kind of, it was offhand and yeah, I didn't yeah, really yeah. pay much attention to it. Yeah, no, you meet her. Wow. You meet her. Wow. No, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so like you have a conversation and she's like, man, like I really didn't want any of this stuff to happen. And like Ryan's well, like we're treating him really well. But at the same time, like my dad's kind of like talking in his ear and saying how his family doesn't love him and they didn't want him to come like come back. And that's the whole reason. And I'm just like, no, 
I'm like, no. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I, when I get the chance to talk to him, I tell him like, that's not true and stuff, but yeah, things are, things are looking pretty bad. Yeah, no. So that was really interesting. And then I think she also mentions like, uh, like her brother's on the way because her brother's going to be like okay. going to be you know, the overseer of the White Hill Troops or whatever mm-hmm. on at at uh, Iron Wrath, which is the, the Forrester head uh, seat. Yes. And then she's like, all right, I'm outie. Like, uh, I just wanted to, to, to pay my respects. And then like Talia comes over and as she's leaving, she's like, what is Gwen Whitehill doing here or whatever? And I'm like, she cool. She all right. And then you go over to Lady Forrester and she's like, why is Gwyn Whitehill here? And I'm like, dude, take it easy. And then this is where like you have a conversation, I think, with Lady Forrester. Did you? Where she's like, this stuff's going to go bad. Yeah. Like our house, like I've seen it before. We fought before. Yeah. And and this house is like already ready to crumble. So like you need to make the decisions that need to be made to make sure that that doesn't happen. Like you need to kill Mm -hmm. literally every white hill. You need to let nobody live. Fine. No, I was like, you go crazy talking like that. See, I didn't have this, this grounding of her. Like there's an actual actual white white hill. Just for me, it's just everyone's terrible. So I'm like, yeah, Mm. kill them all. Yeah. And so, uh, then you make a little speech about your, your, Mm -hmm. your, your brother and your father. And then uh, Talia has her song, mm-hmm. which is is a it's a cool. I I really liked the way this episode wrapped up. I yeah. think it was a cool ending. If I'm gonna be critical, I'd say the song actually wasn't that good. <laughs> On its, yeah, I thought the lyrics are really I bad. Thought, yeah, but you I know what? The, it makes sense because she's a little girl. Yeah, I thought like, that the lyrics were kind of eh, but. Uh, it was, I mean the, the tone or whatever. The, yeah, the, no, it the, definitely it was fine. Was, and, and when the music came in behind yeah, yeah, it, it yeah, made it sound it a lot better. But then you listen good. to the lyric and you're like, mm, "This is kind of dumb." It, it, it says like Ramsey Snow. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. Like, well, I mean, she's a little girl, so. Um, what was I gonna fine. say is uh, and then it kind of flashes over all the other characters, and which what I thought was cool. To. That's cool because yeah. I was wondering if they're gonna do that because I'm like, this would be a perfect spot to kind of show everyone, mm-hmm. and that really encapsulated like, all right, now all these characters have these missions they need to, you know. Uh, Roderick needs to take down the White Hills somehow. Mm-hmm. Figure out some army or something. Uh, Mira's got to cover up her traces, her, her tracks, her murders tracks or whatever. Because you see her cleaning Which, stuff. But see, that's the only thing about that lot, that whole section for me is that if you don't save, if you don't save the coal boy, you don't have a murder necessarily to cover up. You're just basically still on the lamb because people still want to kill you. Or at least that yeah, would make sense. True. Yeah. So that's the whole my whole thing with the whole Mira situation. Mm, yeah, that's true. So yeah, for me, I was like, it shows, of course, for you, it probably shows like Mira washing yeah. the blood, but it also shows there's a, just a straight up bloody knife like sitting right there. Oh, too. I didn't have so that. I so. saw the knife. Dang it! You I'm fool. an idiot. And then there was Garrett. And Garrett then is. A, uh, I don't remember what his thing was. He's just standing at the wall. Probably, probably just standing. Being like, wow, it's yeah. really, truly really crazy. I guess yeah. painted this so skybox. It's crazy. And then. uh and then Asher's walking away. Asher's, from the yeah, he's walking with his, with his little Yunkai, and he's with Beska and uh, and Malcolm. And again, keep in mind they're walking this whole distance. It's far. Walking this distance. back in the day, though, that's the only way. Mm-hmm. What else are you gonna do? Horses, man, camels, or whatever the equivalent is in what in uh, they Essos. They can't afford an army. How can they afford horses? Probably. Wow, You're good. probably right. But uh, 
you know, and they have their own business to do. They got to find an yeah, army. So, so they, they, everyone they has their own that. kind of mission. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it probably was Garrett looking out because he's yeah. looking for the, the, the North, North Grove. Yeah, yeah, the North Grove. And then yeah. it comes and shows his face again. Mm-hmm. Comes in like a nice zoom in on uh, Roderick. Roderick's face. And he's just like, did he say anything? No, he's just like, gives just like a brutal. determined or like, grim look. And, and then, then it just ends. Cuts to credits. Like, or it cuts to like next time on. Oh yeah, on the game stuff of happens. Game. But I don't pay attention to those usually. I don't want. I don't want any spoilers. I I usually do just to give me some sort of idea of what to expect because sometimes because I want to have some expectations because if I think it's gonna be one thing and then it comes in and it's like ah well that wasn't that wasn't what I hope it was hoping in this episode. Although I will say that the previously on for this one. For me, it did not like necessarily do its job very well. No. Like I, thankfully, I knew exactly what I did in the first episode and what was happening in the first episode. But like for me, it was yeah. Like, I was yeah, like, oh yeah, okay, that's what happened. Is, uh, all right. It did show Roderick getting hit by a ho- or uh, crushed by the horse, yeah, and I was like, horse. I wonder if that's gonna come back, and it did right away. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, nothing really crazy happened in this episode. Yeah, it was I mean, just, the only I, thing I, was I, that Roderick is still alive. Yeah, that was about it. And that was like very early on mm-hmm. that they revealed that everything else was just kind of like, okay, this is Game of Thrones, like bad stuff's happening, but yeah. nothing too crazy. Like the first episode, you know, when Ethan dies, it's like, whoa. Yeah. I didn't know they were going to go that far. And uh, this one is very, uh, very much toned back, but mm-hmm. it is definitely, I feel like I said earlier in the episode or this podcast, um, it's setting up that's what it is. Like, yes. This is still a setting up episode. This Telltale, is the establishing point. Telltale has the first one was setting up the world. This one is setting up the characters and their storylines yeah. and their goals. And the next one is going to be a little bit more uh, like actual mm-hmm. story progression. And then, and then they do have more time because there's six episodes yeah, as opposed to five. So I'm okay with that taking a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a little weirder since we're going episode by episode. It makes it seem like this episode didn't have a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of yeah, showing the characters of, and stuff going and, on. And kind of really just clarifying, again, except for in the case of Mira, I would say what exactly like everybody needs to do and what they're going to do and what where, where they're headed their towards. Conflict. Yeah, their conflict. Um, you're right in the sense that like because they have that extra episode, I think they're they were able to do this episode more of like a let's just establish everything rock solid and head forward. Cause I feel like specifically in walking dead season two telltale, you got to the fourth episode and everything was still so like up in the air. I still haven't played that, that like it it was, and it's definitely a different setting and a different like feeling like in that game, you definitely want to feel like everything's up in the air yeah. and like it, there's this desperate kind of struggle going on. Well, there's still, it does feel like everything's up in the air and like mm-hmm. how the heck are they going to get the white hills yeah. down? I mean, again, there's four different characters you play as so you're going through four different storylines. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little worried that they're all going to be kind of too thin. That's my worry right now mm-hmm. because just looking at it now, writing these down and seeing like, wow, not a lot happened to each individual person. Yeah. There's not a lot to talk about individually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're on to the next one, but I'm kind of hoping that the extra episode will help and that they'll all maybe either focus on one character or something mm-hmm. a little bit more each episode. But um, I'm curious to see where it goes. I, again, we we weren't as thrilled with this episode as we were the first one, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I still enjoyed my again, time. Like it. the Telltale games, the first episode is definitely they're they're going for 
the gut, the big gut punch mm-hmm. first because they they want to hook you, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, and now let's pull it back and t- actually start telling our and story. The third episode is usually pretty crazy. Yeah, but so I don't know what this is going to be. If the third yeah, episode is going to be crazy, or the fourth episode is going to be crazy, yeah. so or well, maybe both of them are going to be crazy. Uh, Who knows? I do want to say though that like judging by what happens in this episode and the fact that again, we are dealing with all original characters and uh, not a very well-known house or a house that is done, like is really involved in the books. Mm-hmm. I'm almost wondering if telltale doesn't like go the whole way with it and just make it be where the ending could straight up be like, well, you you're like you F house Forrester. They're gone. Like they're done now. Like this is it. Like, wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That could totally happen, but whatever. Yeah, no, I mean like I'm almost expecting it. I'm almost expecting it to happen to be the point where it's like, like Maybe. they were just like straight up to they're like to, off the map. to to Martin they're like uh, George R. R. Martin they're like hey is there like anybody that you really don't care about that we could just like do literally whatever we want with them and it's like this house as long as you stay consistent with like the tone of the show and the and the books and make everything else accurate surrounding it. You can just kill everybody. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I love killing people. Yeah, it's I fun. do it all you, the time. You, you try it. Here, you should share. Here, share. Here, here. Have some characters to kill. So uh, yeah, I think that was it. I think. And do you have anything else to no, say about this episode? I liked it. Didn't didn't love it. Just ready for the next episode. Hopefully, it's yeah. not such a long gap. Yeah, I agree. It was pretty. Well, it wasn't. I mean, there was worse. Uh, Again, Wolf Among Us was the worst guy. Yeah, and I, mean, I didn't even know if I thought Wolf Among Us was canceled because and the, of <laughs> the thing is, is they always do the thing where it's like you hear nothing about it and about where like, the second episode's going, and then it's like, oh, the next episode's out next week, and it's like, oh, okay, oh, all right, there it is. Thanks, thanks, guys. So, um, let us know what you think about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, put in the comments if you want to talk about uh, your feelings on this episode in particular, or even just the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. uh, Telltale game in general. Uh, go ahead and like us on iTunes, uh, or not like us, rate us on iTunes, rate like us on, on Facebook, subscribe. you know, uh, Twitter, the whole thing. Uh, subscribe. Definitely need ratings because ratings are good. Um, other than that, we'll see you next time from the small council. Um, well, I don't know when that'll be. We'll find out a week beforehand, and mm-hmm. you can just expect us to pop out an episode about a week after mm-hmm. the episode comes out. So, uh, see you next time, guys. Bye. Can